This is Hard Place, a novel by R.A. Jacobson. Listener discretion is advised, contains strong language, violence, and some adult situations. Chapter 11, Matt Talks to the Bartender. Matt turned down the street, looking through the windshield of his bug. The wipers stuttered back and forth in the light rain. He shut them off, annoyed. It had rained, not hard, but consistently for most of the afternoon and into the evening. The clouds continued to hang heavy overhead, threatening. He was tired. Scenes from old black-and-white detective movies ran through his head. The movies of Gary Cooper, Cary Grant, Humphrey Bogart had become a place to escape when he felt stressed. He passed the address he was looking for without finding a parking spot. Pulling a U-turn, he drove back slowly, and with some luck, he found a spot and parked. The Akron Lounge had a look of an old-time music hall that matched Matt's mood perfectly. It had a massive marquee all lit up with hundreds of bulbs that seemed to dance, each bulb chasing each other around the sign. Below the marquee was a row of glass doors, bookended with posters announcing upcoming acts. One announced Mary Lou's show. It had a photo of an attractive woman, mic in hand, her head thrown back, her mouth wide and her eyes shut. Matt stood for a moment, looking at the intensity of this beautiful woman. He pulled the door open onto a space and a second row of glass doors. On the right was a small ticket kiosk where a young woman sat reading. It took a minute for her to notice and look up. She appeared to be working on her homework, several books laid open and notes scattered across the small desk. Her mind was obviously elsewhere. She gestured for him to go in. The noise in the room hit him as he stepped into the club. He stood still in the dark for a second. On stage, a man with a toothy grin mauled the mic as he sang, accompanied by a bored guitarist. The enormous stage dwarfed the duet meant for a much larger band. The sparse audience was scattered, only a few people seated at candlelit tables, fewer still were watching the entertainment. To the right was a bar that ran along most of the length of the room. In front of the lines of bottles stood a single bartender in a black vest and a white shirt, busying himself polishing glasses. He looked small behind the large bar. Matt imagined there would be several bartenders on a busy night. He walked across the room and sat at the bar, more or less in the middle. He was the only one sitting there. He ordered a beer and sat mulling over what he knew about Alan. Staring into the beer's golden interior, he didn't know much. Matt caught the bartender's eye. Yep. Got a minute? Sure. He made a face that said he didn't want to have a minute, but it was his job. You seen this man? Matt pulled a photo of Alan out of his pocket and showed it to the bartender. It wasn't a recent photo, but it was close enough. You a cop? The bartender asked as he put Matt's second beer down. No, I'm a private investigator. For real? No shit. I've never met a real P.I. I was a cop, but it wasn't for me, so here I am. Anyway, you seen this man? Let me see. Maybe. There was a dude here a couple of days ago asking about Mary Lou, one of our singers. Looked a bit sketchy, but I only saw him briefly. Did he talk to her? Don't know. Honestly, I don't think so. Something big was going down with Jean and Mary Lou. Jean? Jean is the owner here. Jean Charon. Oh, okay. And you don't know what was going on? 
Nah, I'm new here. There's something strange about this place. The chef, Mr. Marasa, is famous. But he's a real piece of work. Got some weird ideas and some weird meals. Weird how? He has special meals for certain customers. I don't know. It's just weird. John's weird too. He treats some customers like royalty and others like garbage. There's a strange vibe here. Thanks, Matt said. The bartender shrugged and moved off his job done. Matt finished his beer and slid off the stool heading outside. He passed the girl reading behind the glass. She didn't look up. Outside, it had rained, leaving the streets shiny and empty. In the pocket of his trench coat, his phone rang. He dug it out, hoping it was Alan. It wasn't. The phone said, unknown caller. Standing in the light of the Acheron sign, he answered it. Yeah? Mr. Matthew Pierce? Yeah, who's this? This is Constable Kowalski at 52 Division. When would it be convenient for you to come down to the station? What's the problem? We need you to come down and help us with an investigation. What's this about? How can I help? We just have a few questions. Questions? It concerns an ongoing investigation. Investigation? Into what? I can't go into too much detail. However, we need to establish the movements of your partner in the last few days. My partner? Alan? Yes, again, I don't want to get into too much detail on the phone. When do you think you could come in? He glanced at his watch. Mm, give me half an hour. And he hung up the phone as he walked back into the lounge. next Tuesday for Chapter 12, The Years Past. Stories from a Hard Place is a narrative podcast. Every Tuesday and every Thursday, R.A. Jacobson presents another chapter from a hard place, read by the author. Opening music by Noah Zachrin. Production copyright R.A. Jacobson 2021. If you'd like to support Stories from a Hard Place, please go to patreon.com forward slash hard place. If you'd like a book version, either ebook or print, you can find it on Amazon. You can find links to all these and much more at Dead Cat Studio. That's deadcatstud.io. Keep the shiny side up. <laughs>